Okay, let's introduce her. Who are you? I'm Kayla. I'm gonna go as... Are we gonna really be able to call each other these uh, easy, easily. I'm gonna go as Jane on this podcast. Hell yeah. I'm Kevin, <clears throat> and I go by Seda. So we should talk about how we know each other. A little, right? Sure. And so although our my husband will say something else, but we basically met on the street mm-hmm. and then decided to live together for a year and a half. That's pretty much it. With his brother and some other plebeians. Some other friends here out in Denver. <laughs> Idiots. Uh, but in reality, your husband was one of my besties. and Patrice. Patrice. And he moved out here and met Kayla. And then DJ was out here and he was looking for a Patriots game to go to because he was doing his AmeriCorps shit. And then I called Patrick and Patrick said, yup, I'm here and I have some illicit substances. So we sent DJ there and then that's where you two became best friends. And he was like, you need to meet this idiot. Idiot. (laughs) But awesome idiot. So we're both from the Northeast. Mm But we now live in Denver, and this is crimes, cannabis, cocktails. Yes. Right now we have mimosas. Our main goal for every show is we'll make a drink, we'll tell you what's in the drink, I'll make the drink. Kevin will enjoy the drink. Kevin is also going to smoke some different, I don't know, you can explain the cannabis part because I'm not going to smoke weed. We'll let you guys know the strands and percentages, we'll be a little detail oriented. Uh, Wosi Wo, actually, Kelsey's favorite is actually Dosi Do. Oh. And so this is Wosi Wo. When we went to the weed store to pick up weed, uh, I asked for the weed specials, and they like pulled out like nine of them. And the first one they said was Wosi Wo, and she's like started going. I'm like, no, 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 that one, please, that one right now. Thank you so much. So that's what I'm smoking. And our mimosas are orange strawberry banana juice from Trader Joe's, along with. The five ninety nine bottles of champagne <laughs> from Trader yeah. Joe's, because God forbid I front some cash for this. But I, I do plan on making some cool drinks that will include a shaker. Yeah, most of the time I feel like <laughs> it's going to happen at night. Uh, we were supposed to do this on Thursday, but then I had to cancel. So we did it Saturday morning for brunch, and mimosas just went with it. Hmm. It just sounded so goddamn good. I would have drank screwdrivers if I stopped here. <laughs> but I got shit to do. <laughs> All right, so I want to know, I want to know, you're going to definitely talk first about your crime person. Yeah, and I think, I mean, let's talk about a little bit why we want to do this, right? Because, like, I know there's a ton of murder podcasts out there. I love them. I live for this shit. I scare myself. (laughs) I faint on planes because it's too much. But I listen to, you know, most of the big players. But I think me and Kevin kind of talked about it. There will be some murders because I can't resist. But we'll talk about a bunch of different crimes with people that got away with stuff or like, you know, we'll, you know we're going to go kind of figure it out as we go. One of the bigger things <clears throat> I think we want to talk about, too, is I don't understand a lot of the shit that they're talking right. about when they say, hey, this motherfucker got charged with first degree murder, second degree murder, manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter, all that stuff. So I think we want to go over a little bit of that shit, too. Right. And as we go through this we'll get better at it and we'll probably learn the terms better and i think you know once we listen to episodes we'll kind of i think we should collect in the beginning of our next episode to correct ourselves absolutely um we also don't ever want to offend anybody apologize in advance yes and we are going to do our best to do that and we will always recognize if we're doing that but for the most part we're pretty good people 
we are very accepting, we're very loving, um, and I think empathetic. So I, I also think we'll also talk about kind of the people that commit this stuff and, yeah. you know, what they kind of went through are. to kind of get to that point. Yeah, for real. Although I'm going to say I did not do a ton of background on this one because it was, there was a lot of scarce information. So I chose to do something that happened in my hometown in Massachusetts, right outside of Boston. When near- did this happen? 2017, February 2017. Super. The guy got convicted in 2019, so it took two years for them to go to court. So I'm just going to do a little bit of an overview. This guy's name is Wes Dowdy, right? And from the limited information I could find out, they were all living in what they're calling a crack house, but it was just multiple people living in one house. There's a lot of... I don't want to say characters, but a lot of the people in the newspapers, which my my two main sources... Uh, is Salem News and the Boston Herald, which were local newspapers around where I grew up. From what I could piece together is this: there was this woman named Christina that was also in this house, and in the middle of the night, she ran out into the street to wave down a car and got somebody to stop for her, and she gets in the car and is like, they're murdering people in the house. So the, from there, the police get called. There's not details on, like, who called the police, if this woman did, if the person driving the car did. I couldn't find those details anywhere. So then the police show up. You know, and there's still people in the house with these two dead bodies. Yeah. They get there, and there's a... You'll appreciate this. There's this guy in a wheelchair. Dad. I mean, they called him Daddy. <laughs> He's in his 70s and has a wheelchair, and he, the police walk in, and he is sitting, waiting on the porch with a shotgun and a white Russian oh my in God. his hand. <laughs> so, essentially, the police show up, they kind of search around the house, and they notice, like, two feet wrapped in a rug sticking out. Then, from there, I'm assuming, you know, they called the people in to whatever... One of the guys that was a victim, and I'm going to name victims a little bit more than the people that have done the bad stuff, because they should be recognized more, in my opinion. This guy was named, there's two victims, Mark Greenlaw and Jennifer O'Connor. Mark was 37 and Jennifer was 40. Mark's face was cut off, and the only way that they could identify him was through tattoos. Fucking Christ. So there was like, this is the thing, the two different stories that I read... One of them's just facts about, like, this is what happened. It was brutal. The other one gets into, like, a lot of detail about how it was kind of presented in court on top of that. Right, right. But also what happened to the victims, which prosecution brings up Jennifer was stabbed multiple times. And they later found out this guy had a bullet and a shotgun still. So he, like, made herself. Right. It was purpose. Right. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, this guy, Wes does this he attempts to burn down the house with this other guy named michael hebb what they're saying is that these two people are trying to get daddy to do drugs and they see daddy as a like a father figure and daddy is the person who in is the wheelchair in charge of the house too right, right? which is like which is a halfway like, house and a crack house i don't know if it was a halfway house okay that was I think, but then I'm like, what the, like, all right, knowing where I grew up, right? not a lot of squatting situations happen where I grew up because houses are so fucking close together. And shit is limited. And shit is limited. Space specifically. So, like, somebody would have literally, and again, I'm, this is complete speculation, I have no idea, somebody must have died, or maybe somebody owned the house that was living there and having these drug issues, too. Right, right, right. Maybe it was daddy's house. I have no idea. Yeah, who was renting that house to Daddy? Uh, yeah, because like I feel like Daddy's definitely guy in charge because everybody called him Daddy. And the other thing I didn't see if they if in this 
after all this shit if they ripped down the house. Yeah, what they do. I have no idea. Yeah. But I, we're from where I know where it is, it's pretty close to like a pretty prestigious golf course that my friend Caitlin used to fucking lifeguard at. In like the summers. How, like how far? Like a like, five minute walk? Literally, no Holy joke. Shit. Like, I, I was like, oh, I used to drive that way to high school. So, <laughs> anyway, this guy, Michael, convinces Wes that these two people are trying to get Daddy to do drugs. And Daddy's been clean. I don't really know that backstory, too. Lots of speculation. And this is all from the defense's side. This is what the defense is saying. Well, okay. So, before I get too ahead of myself... Wes somehow steals a car, hijacks a car from somebody in Middleton, mm-hmm. drives to South Carolina, police find him in South Carolina, bring him back, and he gets his trials in Salem, Massachusetts, two years later. You know, they go to court, they talk about these brutal murders, but on, like, all this stuff comes out. On the airplane back to Salem from South Carolina, he's asking the police if they can see, if he can see their cell phone so he can look at the press on the murders. Oh, fuck. And he's, like, kind of, like... Glorifying. Glorifying. Already. Right. So, the defense in this in this case are trying to say Wes was high, it was a passionate murder. The prosecution is like, no, it was planned. So, that woman, Christina, that, from the beginning of my story, testifies that she had heard these two guys planning it. Planning on... She's the one who ran out and right. got the attention. Exactly. Right. And... Planning it before they, the other two had got there. Yeah. But, I mean, for some to fucking cut somebody's face off. Yeah, you being high might make it a little easier. But another thing, they don't all... This is the big thing. They don't talk about what they're high on either. You yeah. don't know what kind of drugs oh, they're taking. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, you again, like, very scarce information. I'm, I'm wonder, too. Like, I think about... I know it's like a small townish kind of murder, but I wonder if I had lived there or if I yeah. was able to access records. Like I probably could go to the library and pull For up real. newspapers and shit. Yeah, or even just talk to somebody. I right. feel like you probably know somebody. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just it was it's it's really interesting. The other thing that I found because when when you go to trial and you're prosecuting somebody, the strongest way to actually get somebody convicted is to make a case for no doubt no reasonable doubt right so like if and this is where i think people kind of find these loopholes or don't get fully charged on stuff right because they're getting charged with a bunch of stuff and it doesn't all add up right or they're pleading out right so like a big another big thing about this is that and i don't know if this was postpart like after she was dead or prior but another thing was they said that jennifer was raped oh, the that one. night oh, but Jesus. they had to drop that because michael was there but they if he then concluded that he witnessed rape he would get charged again so he pleaded the fifth gotcha so there was no there was Nobody he would be the only witness on that like right. there there's no evidence of it oh but because the bodies were burned though right no, they weren't burned. They weren't. They were not burned. They all got um, convicted of attempted arson because they tried oh, to, to burn, burn down the house. The house. Down. Oh. But I don't know if they were like too fucked up, couldn't figure it out. And then this other guy, Heb, went to jail for six or seven years. He was, you know, an accessory. It's, yeah, an accessory. So. But Wes, what he actually got convicted of? Let me see. I have my notes here. Charged with first degree murder with deliberate premeditation, extreme atrocity, atrocity. and then arson because he tried to burn down the house. And then he also, got, I believe, he also got in trouble for carjacking and kidnapping. 
Because didn't I don't I so I like this is the thing I that, read those articles too. right and because you saw the p- weird picture of the guy mm-hmm. like in his bed that was like he took my car, but that's another thing that I thought was weird because I'm like I felt I in my mind again speculation I felt like he knew him the person whose car he that took he stole yeah it wasn't just some person that he randomly because like if you think about it if you're gonna fucking carjack a car I mean I know in today's day and age you can't just fucking hotwire anything. Right. Yeah, everything's computers. Yeah. So I would think if I'm on drugs and I just murdered somebody, I'm gonna go to Kevin's house and attempt to steal his car and he knows me, so like by the time I'm gone... Yeah, you don't have to it's steal It's not like it. I have to beat you At up to point, take you it. have to be... Hey, right, I and I don't know, again, that story, I don't know if there was like an altercation, I don't know if there was like physical stuff because it didn't seem like that when the guy was talking about it he was just like yeah my car got stolen yeah yeah. but it made me feel like he knew him yeah holy shit but i mean that's like a big jumble fuck (laughs) of what happened again i'll i mean i'll probably be more concise with stuff but i mean interesting right like it's like daddy is the most interesting character well and there's also there's i have more nicknames in here there was this guy named fat charlie fat boy charlie and Mike the bike that also lived at the house, but they they have there's no commentary if they were witnesses or and, anything and, like and, that. And like lived at the house, like how do we know these people lived at the house? Do they have a lease? Do they have? Like, I know, and that's like, like, this is the thing that is this a, like a halfway house? This is an area that they are actually like supposed to be at to be clean too? Like I don't know, and I mean I think for us, right? It's like I think that we understand that how bad there is drug issues in the northeast yeah opiate problems heroin overdoses and we're so desensitized to that which is shitty right like so to also think people are getting fucked up and murdering people while on drugs not only that if they all were continuing down this path they could just could have just died anyway though yeah truth and that makes me think too which is like i went down this rabbit rabbit hole of like if there are houses where people and i'm sure there are people are living like that that you could easily if you're fucked up you could easily just make somebody overdose and make it look like they did it to themselves 100% and also i know that that's not the case but it kind of got me thinking because like i don't think you hear a shitload of People, like, yes, there are murders of people that are fucked up, like the people eating bath sauce, eating people's faces. Florida man. I hear more people dying from overdosing. Right. That are doing drugs. Not their, doing their drugs. Their families and, find them. Right. And it's like, it's it's not it's not they're doing violent things. Like, right. I feel like that's that has to be more uppers, you know what I mean? Yeah. The one other thing I do want to mention is, like, it was sad. I was I think it was Jennifer's sister that has, like, a comment in one of the articles I read that was, like, and she was 40. I mean, I mean, I'm 32. Like, that's, yeah. Like, we're not that far off in age from these people. Mark and Jennifer were fiancés. Yeah, and they and both had like, struggled with addiction for a their long Their whole lives. Yeah, and it was, like, her sister, it was hard to, like, read that because she was just, like, my sister was a good person. She just really struggled with addiction. Yeah, and, like, yeah. she went in and out of it. Hard, but like it was saying, like how she was planning on trying to have kids. Yeah, yeah, man. And it was just sad. I mean, like that addiction thing is probably like the biggest thing that screams to me about like this story is yeah. the people that got hurt were definitely people that are afflicted by addiction, and it seems like the people that perpetrated the attacks were people that 
sociopaths. Right, but also on drugs. Yeah. In reality, it was hard to find information on it. Like, that wasn't just the fucking same. Sure. So I just was like, I'm going to show you this broad overview of it. But I mean... Yeah, maybe maybe a lot of mine was more speculation articles. Like... Because I feel like because I because I like again it. it's like shit like this where people are first of all on drugs yeah are in an active passion like you think they were the only people there yeah and especially with Michael being like the witness I, probably on the porch with a shotgun and the white Russian <laughs> like he probably wasn't around yeah and I, I like again like a shotgun I, didn't they somebody get shot too though yeah he shot I think, believe they shot Mark like too. a shot is it right. noticeable but also it's just like. But any this guy Wes, by the way, is is a real a real winner. He's in he's in the fucking courtroom, and he's like, from what I could read, and says like smirking. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. As they're talking about like specifically how they were murdered, and like how like he's like oh like. Was it also when uh, the sister was speaking? So, so I think this. I don't think that I don't know if she had like you know how when people get convicted they let family members right. read the letter. I don't know if it was that or if she was just talking to the reporter. Gotcha. I'm not gotcha, sure. Gotcha. It, it's just so insane to me. Like, somebody that was there that was a witness that is probably withholding information only goes to jail for six years. Yeah. Like, because don't you think if some, like, okay, cool. Kevin, you go out, murder people. Kayla's there. Why wouldn't I get in just as much trouble as you? It's just an interesting, and I get it, and that that whole, like, without a doubt, that it's happened like this. Yeah. But, like... Under the circumstances, too, it was violent. It was, like... like It was definitely premeditated. In my opinion, he fucking planned that. I feel, like, the one thing I don't like talking about a lot is with Mark having the things done to him where he was only identifiable by... Tattoos. tattoos it that right there hurts my soul you know what i mean like and that means the things that were done to him also they were done in my opinion <laughs> with like a sort of malice that right like, it's intent to yeah. like i'm gonna hurt his family right i don't want to just hurt him like i'm not Desecrating. gonna just shoot him like he's not having yeah. like Whatever his family yes. believes in, however they deal with de- with death and grief, like yeah. he's never gonna be able to be presentable enough to be in like a casket. Yeah, and that fucking hurts my soul. And like, wh- that hurts who knows what soul. happened to his fucking face? Yeah, man. Also, I got a little pissed off about the rape because it just makes yes. me. Yeah. And they probably could have proved it to some extent. Right, with evidence, physical evidence. But like. Yeah. I, I also don't know how that works, like, if if it was prior to or after, who knows, Mark and her could have had sex, it could have been a big mix of, but again, she could have had consensual sex with him, Yeah. if they, but, I don't know, I, I It's all under thought, the testifying, that's exactly what it is, it's all, like, what they need to be able to charge the person who did the murders with, this person is a witness to that. But if they're a witness to something else, they have to charge this person with something, like, higher so they'll go jail to jail for longer. So they know if they don't charge them for this, that this person will testify. Like, how fucked up that is. Right. But just to be able to make it so that person testifies. Just to make it so, like, you can firmly stick one of those charges to somebody. Yeah. Isn't, like, the district attorney, attorney I, uh, I went to... I went to 
uh, middle school and elementary and high school with his daughter. Oh shit, really? Yeah, she was a good friend of mine for a little bit. We don't really talk anymore, but yeah, I I like <clears throat> I remember when he got elected and he's still I I think he's still the district attorney in Essex County where this happened, but Man, like I as <clears throat> much is, as much as it's like really a disgusting thing to like have to not do like imagine making those fucking choices. You're letting the guy who did the things get away with it as well, but the person who also assisted and helped only get six years so that he will testify. Like, and at the end of the day, he could get out in four if he yeah. behaves well. He could get out less than that, probably. No, like, who knows, right? Like, yeah. no one's, like... And only when you are, like, you're in jail for life. Yeah. Unless or you're doing appeal, years. man. They have mandatory right. years, Right, mandatory years. But, like, yeah. six, even when I was, like, oh, six to seven, which means not yeah. either of them, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, it makes, you, it makes your skin crawl a little bit to think, like... Literally, this happened four miles from my childhood home. Yeah. That, like, this kind of shit happens all the time. You don't really hear about the small town murders because yeah. most of the time it happens once they get caught. It's not like they're serial killers. But, like, some of the small town shit that's, like, is the most gruesome stuff. That, that's what mine is all about, actually. Yeah. Mine is mainly too. I mean, I don't want to pivot too quickly, obviously. No, it's, I think it's good. Into this, but it makes me... it. Okay, so what I want to start this one out with is that nobody has been convicted yet in this murder. Okay. It is a New Hampshire murder. Also, to let all you guys know, I don't know anything about what Kevin's talking about. I sent him my articles because it was just like when I was figuring it out, so I have no idea about this at all. So I'll probably snap a little. This is actually one thing that also makes me really glad that Kelsey and I are polyamorous. I'm going to give you the gist of the story, and then I would like to go over the article a little bit more because I don't have as many goddamn good notes as you do. Monogamy crimes. I know, right? Wait, what's the title on this one? Uh, Jaffrey Mann forced wife to decapitate her lover, police allege. Jaffrey is the place in New Hampshire? Yes. Okay. I don't think the murder happened in Jaffrey, <clears throat> but that is where the He's victim from. is from. Oh. The victim is from Jaffrey. Okay. Two people were dating. The female had been seeing this Jonathan Amaral. It makes me so angry, like, like rereading this shit again and again. He's a lover. I don't know if he knows that they're together or not. That he, she's married or not, but that's not his fucking responsibility. That is her responsibility, because she's married. He's 25 years... He was 25 years old. Uh, was she older? Not that that matters, He was but. 25 years old. Armando Barron, 30 years old. Brittany's 31. Okay. So Brittany's 31. Jonathan, the victim, is 25. And Armando Barron is 30. Armando finds out that Brittany is cheating on him. He had gone through her cell phone. He absolutely fucking tunes her up. Her fucking pictures from when she actually gets arrested, they're, they're I, fucking I know her eyes brutal, dude. They're Looks like her eyes like through the back of her skull. He then texts Jonathan from her phone to meet at this park. Oh, so she thinks she's he's meeting her. Yes. Okay. They meet him there, and there are a couple different articles that talk about at one point, Brittany had said that he was stomping on his face. 
consistently over and over again. On Jonathan's Jonathan's face, over and over again. Armando then told Brittany to slit his wrists, which she did. Oh, my God. And then Armando shot him three times, twice in the chest and once in the head. And then Armando forced Brittany to drive that car to a camping site that they were familiar with, and he followed her in in another vehicle. So, like, she had the opportunity to get away from there. When they finally get to the camping site, Armando forced Brittany to cut off his head and then bury the head separately from the body. Armando, too, after he had done all this, told her to decapitate the body and clean everything up, which she then did. He left and went home. Armando left and allegedly ordered Brittany to take care of the body, leaving her with two guns, including the one that killed Amaral. But two campers saw her Tuesday and called New Hampshire Fishing Game to report someone illegally camping in the area. Okay, so that's how it <laughs> happened. That's how that's how she got caught. Makes people saw her camping. Right? <laughs> Not that that's funny, but like yeah. uh, people are how they got illegal trouble. camper here. Yeah. <laughs> like no. But like just to preface this, just to say this, I'm assuming this girl has been abused by Armando. Multiple times, yeah. All, like, yeah. And that's the kind of thing where it's like, I know this is so extreme, right? Yeah. But this is a lot when women are scared to leave a partnership, right? Yeah, when yeah. they're abused. Even if they and, like, have the gun in their fucking hands. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, I, I, I not that I'm, I, I understand I she, sympathize, but. Right, yes, completely understand. Yeah. But it's just, like, the craziness of what abuse can do to people. A hundred percent. Like, this is nuts. The pictures of her face just looking at her face alone sure, makes me sympathize. Right. I like, mean, I'm sure he found out that and then kicked the shit off. Yeah. I and mean, then this all... We know that he did. Yeah, and we then this it. all happened after. Right, yes, 100%. And like, she, I'm sure she probably thought he was going to kill her. So she was arrested the day that it happened, and Ar- Armando was arrested a day later, caught driving away from their home with their nine-year-old daughter. So they do, yeah. Which is nuts because they're 30 and 31, so they've been together since they were 21. Yeah. 20. Yeah, had that kid since then as well. So he has pleaded not guilty to capital murder and assault, the assault for beating Brittany. Uh, But she she is uh, pleaded not guilty to three counts of falsifying evidence. But I like, I guess too, it's like, well, then this is what it gets dicey, right? Because what really killed him was it the three bullets? Was it the wrist slitting? Like, that's. Uh, I think she talked to police, like, immediately. Yeah, she probably was like, Yeah. I think at some point she was probably like, I'm going to get killed. Yeah. Like, why would I lie for. Right, like, right, I right. feel True. safe in this moment. Yeah. Right? Like, I did. I mean, for. I mean, she admitted to doing this stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, the the moment that officers arrested her, the first thing she said is, I'm in a lot of trouble. That was the first thing she said. What year? When did this happen? This happened uh, September 19th, 2020. Jeez. So that was not long ago. Not even a year ago. September. So that is, if if you think about that, it's nine. So that is nine months ago. Yeah. Nine months ago that shit happened. I haven't heard anything about that. That is fucked up. But, like, also, like, in a time of COVID, how are you getting out and, like, cheating on your husband? That is, I mean, yo, dude, Kelsey and I are polyamorous, and we have a website, or not a website, an app that we use that is specifically people that are polyamorous, right? Mm -hmm. But Kelsey and I are intelligent people, 
uh, fairly intelligent. We'll say that much. Uh, and <laughs> don't want to falsify anything. <laughs> when when Kelsey had an opportunity for a date, this dude was like, "Oh yeah, I have this date with a girl on like Thursday. Uh, we're going out to a bar. Blah blah blah. You want to like meet up on Friday?" It's like. She's like, if you're going out to a bar on Thursday, like, with somebody in, like, in a COVID situation and, like, not, like, no, like, no, we're trying to be, like, safe. like, safe, yeah. yeah. And in in this situation, like, I mean, I don't, I read, there's nothing in here about drugs. You know what I mean? Like, nothing about that whatsoever. Well. This was about, like. Fucking jealousy. Je- yeah. 100% Which is jealousy. Which like just but- so nuts to me, right? Like, okay, I am not in a polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm. I am in a monogamous relationship. I am married. Uh-huh. I have been with my partner for six years. <laughs> I lived my life before that. We don't need to get in details about it. But I never, ever, ever quite understood people that would cheat behind people's backs. It's like. I think if you are, and I, like, this is just me. It's I so mean, funny. I thought you were going to take a completely different oh, thing. I abs- was like, would never, ever murder somebody because they cheated on well, me. Well, yeah, I mean, that too. <laughs> but I, I never under, like, let's take it six steps before that. Yeah, yeah, Like true. if it, And granted, this woman was clearly abused the whole relationship. She Absolutely. was probably fucking scared as shit. Mm-hmm. Again, speculation, I don't know that either. Right. But in reality, it's kind of like... I never understand why people just can't sit down and be like, hey, I love you, but I need to fuck other people, and I want to be happy doing that. If you aren't okay with that, maybe we really need to re-rail it in and figure out what we're doing. Re-evaluate our situation. Exactly, and I think things are ever-evolving. People grow in relationships. People change in relationships. It's everybody's different. Yeah. But I think like down the line, if I ever were to be like, hey, Pat, Trees, I want to see other people. How do you feel about that? Like if I felt that inkling, I know he wouldn't be okay with it. Yeah. But I, I just never understand why people can't. And if somebody gets like so overwhelmingly angry at you for even asking the question, then it's like let's re fucking reevaluate yeah. this anyway because yeah. it's not human nature to be monogamous forever. Right. And Pete, and don't get me wrong, I don't think it's ever okay for people like when people have open relationships and they have got their boundaries set on what they're okay with. That's beautiful. Yes. But when people deliberately go out and fuck other people and, like, are, especially, like, in both situations, men with men, women and women, heterosexual relationships, whatever, the shit I've heard people say. Oh, this is the my one of my favorite comments was, well, I'm not really having a lot of sex with my husband and I'm having a lot of sex with the, the my side piece. Yeah. So I don't feel that bad about it. I'm like, like, what the fuck? There's an issue with your relationship. And it's like, cool, you're being like safe? Like, are you getting to... I'm like, what the fuck does that uh, mean? My favorite is when... Uh, so, so like, when I really first started thinking about polyamory, it was because my younger brother is polyamorous with, with his partner. So... Uh, he talked to me about a wedding that he went to where he had started talking about polyamory like pretty openly and stuff like that and somebody came up to him and was like oh hey by the way I'm cheating on like my person with that isn't that cool and he was like no that's fucking disgusting because you're in a monogamous relationship where you're saying I'm only with this person I'm in a polyamorous relationship where I'm saying 
I can fuck whoever I want. This is cool. I talked to my partner about everything. You're gross. You're lying to your partner to right. their fucking exactly. face. Exactly. It's, it's like, different when you're be like, just be respectful. Of yeah, I think of course. Like, well, that's when it's always missed, right? It's like when you're not empathetic and you're not thinking about other people. Right. I personally think most, I mean, not everybody's made for everybody. Like, yeah, some relationships don't play out well, and I get it. And some relationships are good for just a short amount of time, and then they can Yeah, and that, person, the, and that person helped you grow to where you right, are at that exactly. point. And I hope vice versa. But, like, stuff like this is so awful to me because it's just, yeah. like, why are, like... I, literally, if I was, I always think about this, and I know I'm not, I've never been in this situation, but being a woman, it's, you're always cautious about men hurting you. Like, I'm walking to my car at night, I have my fucking keys in my hand, ready to punch somebody. Right. Like, I'm walking downtown, somebody, a man is following me, I'm on guard, because yeah. that is how I was taught that, like, which is shitty, which I should just be able to feel okay. Absolutely. But I, I always think, and I know this is way easier for me to say than for people and I'm not everybody has their own story so and I'm very empathetic to women in abusive relationships that can't necessarily get out of them and I'm always a big component to like always like don't push those friends out you need to be there in case yeah. they need you 100% eventually. yeah but I always like think about these scenarios in my head like I'm gonna have my backpack. I'm fucking taking my car. I'm driving to fucking like Montana. Yeah. Or, like I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. Prepared. Like, I mean, but that is where that's where I like. There's that certain level of control over. There was a there was a point where she had all of the weapons. You know what I mean? She had every. She, and she had still all was it. so scared. So she fucking yeah. cut somebody's head off. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is. I mean, Pure m manipulation, if any. If I've ever seen it. But again, like I would, I would maybe we'll re revisit this once it actually goes to yeah, trial yeah. to kind of see how it plays out. Th that's one I like I feel like is, it would be perfect the, for a first episode because right. we totally revisit. This is it later. like the um, like I mean, again, I I always say there's always two sides to every story. Right. I mean, I don't know if this one screams. To me, right, a, a certain thing. But like, happened. I bet you this guy's gonna play up, and who knows? But I bet you he's gonna play up that he didn't make her do any of these things. He, they've got they, so they've had a couple she, different uh, court dates already, specifically for him uh, doing probable cause uh, hearings. Judges almost almost immediately thrown them all out. Like heard a couple things and been like, I mean hearsay for what I'm saying. I'm reading the articles, but, like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, get oh, okay, the fuck cool. out of here. Okay. Let's get this shit going. We cool. need to charge you with the what the fuck you did. Like, right. I don't... I mean, even if Pat came home and was like, I've been having sex with another woman. Heartbroken? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think that... I don't know. I've always said this, too. Like, I feel like people need to have... Like, I would never want my partner to be scared to say, hey, I fucked up. Yeah. Right? I think that's... I think that, like, okay, if it's... Obviously, this is... She was probably doing this for months, it sounds like, right? Yeah, yeah. And she was deliberately doing it. Maybe she was planning on leaving this Armando for Jonathan. Who fucking knows? Right. I, we don't know any of this. It's pure speculation, but if I... I okay, Besides my partner coming to me, if I fucked up and I was honest about it with my partner, I would want that empathy that I feel like I would show to them. Because everybody fucks up. 
And you got to give people that kind of leeway. Like, and if it wasn't malicious, yeah. like, I wouldn't fuck somebody because I'm mad at you or, like, you know, but, like, shit happens. And, like, again, monogamy, like, really is not this, con- like, it's not the best concept. Yeah, opinion, yeah. Right? Like. There's only a couple animals that are monogamous. <laughs> and, I mean, in reality, too, it's, like, as you progress in a relationship, things change. 100%. Your sexual encounters change. Like. Every I mean, relationship changes. Like, it, absolutely. Your job changes. Work, but everything. I always, going back to, like, I always want people to treat me like I would treat them. Yeah. So, like, I think, again, if my partner came to me and was like, hey, I was out, whatever, I had sex with somebody, like, I'm being honest with you, I didn't do it out of malice. Yeah. It was an accident or, like, but then it's, like, again, it's, like, are they going to say, I'm never going to do that again? It, can you really hold somebody to that? I mean, yeah, I try. I live this life. I've been doing it for six years. Yeah, I've not stepped out, undone anything like this. It's it's recorded, Patrice. So. <laughs> but this is another thing too, though. She didn't tell him. He went through her phone, which is nuts because I've never. I don't even know how to open Pat's phone. Yeah, I've yeah. never opened his phone. Yeah, I've never like not that I don't care enough, but I tr- That's the thing. It's like you gotta trust people. Yeah. You can't. Trust somebody you're willing to like. Kelsey first of all, have a kid with. Yeah, right for real. Well, also, this poor fucking parenting. Kid. Let's go talk oh, about this. The fucking dude. poor nine-year-old in the situation. I know, dude. And like, I mean, I, I only think about. Uh, like, I also want to know he was caught driving away from the house with, with the child yeah. in the car. Like, I would want to know what that situation was too. Like, like is just, he looking for a? This is me just asking questions. Is he looking for a a, a kidnap victim? Is he looking for something that he can, like, get himself out of the situation? Like, did they... I want to know what how they actually arrested him. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm sure... I mean, and... Because he looks like he cares about nobody. He beats the shit out of the wife. He has her, well, like, purposely... I'm sure the kid's not... Is is a, around and knows that that's happening. Yeah. Or has seen his mom's face like that. But it's sadistic. It's it, for the things that allegedly happened. It is sadistic to have the wife do the murdering of the. Th- you know what I mean? She, the things that he had, like you have to cut his wrist. You know what I mean? Like forcing that thing on. He, I, I, I'm just picturing. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Like the kid. I'm not picturing him grabbing the kid because he cares about the kid. I'm picturing him grabbing the kid because. He needs an out in case he, like, has a situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you think about this nine-year-old in the back of the car and your dad gets pulled over and gets arrested for attempted murder or whatever. And you're in the car and, like, you're going to the station, too. They're not leaving you in the car. You're nine. Yeah. So you're, like, the trauma from that. But, like... Even reverting Jesus. back to when she he gave her the gun and she couldn't do it. You said that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It says in it right what, In what scenario? Like, I wonder, what if she did kill him? What if she shot Armando and killed him? In what scenario do you... I still think she would get convicted of murder of Armando. Again, like, that. this yeah, is the whole other yeah. thing, right? I'm yep. thinking now, it's yeah. like, cool, this kid's here. He's being attacked. She's attacking him. 
She has slit his wrist at this point. She has hurt him. Yeah. Armando is just telling her to do these things because he didn't hurt Jonathan until the gun was given back to him. In that situation, though, if you're thinking like of a total hostage situation, you have two hostages and you're making one do but another. Then it's like it's the three of them. The yeah. guy that's doing it is murdered. Yeah. So was that reasonable? Without reasonable doubt, Truth. that you can prove that this guy, 100%. or is it two people because that are are having an affair? From her phone too. Right. So these two people having an affair yeah. now suddenly the husband's dead yeah. wow. like that's a crazy scenario yeah, to think about think that, too no. because yeah. i've been like some of my uh you know some friends of mine have recently gotten divorced because i'm in that age range and like in different states in, in colorado for example it's a split state so yeah. if me and pat were to split it'd be debt equity Split. Right. It'd be our equity minus our debt split down the middle. Yes, technically come for alimony of some extent if we wanted to, whatever. But in Massachusetts, and I don't know about New Hampshire, but if you can prove adultery, you can take somebody for all their fucking oh, work. Oh, shit. So, like, and I don't know if these people were married. It they doesn't, are. No, they were. They are married. Right, yep. they have the same last name. Same last name. Okay. So, the night of September 22nd, a police... Spoke with Armando by phone when asked if he could come to the station to discuss his wife's disappearance. He became defensive and said he did not want to. He said he could not go to the station because he was camping with a nine-year-old daughter. So he could explain the investigator interpreted to be the couple's impossible impending divorce. So this had to be after Brittany had been arrested. Right. The, they're asking him to come down to the station to answer some questions about his wife. Right, after that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Cause she had and then he said, I can't. I'm camping with my nine-year-old daughter. Yeah. So he could explain what the investigator interpreted to be the couple's possible divorce? Impending divorce. Okay, so maybe, okay, so maybe so that's So maybe it was a discussion they were but, having. But maybe it was also something that just Armando had, like, at that point, ad-libbed, like, me and your mom are getting, you know what I mean? Like, talk about getting divorced because... But how would that benefit him if she was the one? Like, if adultery, we should look that up. Truth, yeah. If adultery is something in New Hampshire where it's like... Look it up right here. Yeah, like... Oh, there you go. Well, many people consider a situation an affair. New Hampshire law is much more limited in definition of adultery. In New Hampshire, adultery is limited to, to circumstances where the spouse has sexual intercourse wow. with a person of the opposite gender. So, like... You can have sex with somebody of the same gender. What's up? Massachusetts law. Let's look. Okay. OC cheat. Look at this. Look at this fucking cheat. Under Massachusetts General Law, Title I, Chapter 272. I know. I just wanted to read it. A married person has sexual intercourse with a person not his spouse or an unmarried person who has sexual intercourse with a married person shall be guilty of adultery. This is some fucking old world shit. Seriously? Um, Three... Okay, and shall be punished by imprisonment in the state prison for not not more than three Let's years. Let's go! Or in jail for not more than two years or by a fine of not more than $500. Okay, like, so you just got to cough up 500 bucks. What? That can't, that cannot be right. I do think, I I mean, that's a crazy, that's crazy. I mean, that's like, that's just what came it's up on It's still Google. considered a crime, a criminal offense, although it is very rare that a spouse is prosecuted for the crime. Right, exactly. Okay. They're, they're more like, I'm, but when you are getting divorced. Yeah, if a spouse has been accused of infidelity by the husband or wife, it can have an effect on arrangements of child custody. Yes. And is taken very seriously yes. during the divorce proceedings. Isn't that nice? So, like, if, like, if you can prove adultery, 
So, like, just like those text messages. But it sounds like in New Hampshire it's more loose. Yeah, yeah. But Because who mean, cares if you're a, fucking It's only the else. opposite gender, so. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. kind of fucked up, too, but some, like, old New England bullshit. I just want to read these facts off because these are all at least true things, okay? Things that can 100% have true. Brittany Barron, 31, claimed her husband... Armando Barron, 30 years old, made her decapitate her lover, Jonathan Amaral, 25, after he found out about the affair. According to the affidavit, Armando <laughs> shot Amaral three times on September 19th. While disposing oh. of the body, Armando allegedly forced Brittany to decapitate the victim and bury his head separately from his body, which was wrapped in a tarp. During the alleged killing, Brittany claimed that Armando assaulted her Armando has been arrested and charged with capital murder in the victim's death. Oh, shit. So that is, like, premeditated. Brittany is charged with falsifying evidence, but she has pleaded not guilty. I wonder what she falsified. Falsifying evidence would be desecrating the body. That's... Oh, so, like, by cutting off... he's being charged with murder. Oh, so, right. So he shot... That's how he died. He shot him. So by cutting off his head, it makes it look like... And then also burying the body. But I'm assuming the autopsy... Why wouldn't she get charged as, like... A like again accessory. Like, imagine it's in this situation. She is also a victim, but because she did these things of I wonder but cutting I, off the head and all those things without him being Armando being there. Like that's what they're charging her with because she could have gone to the cops after Armando was like, "You do these things, I'm fucking going home." He right. did that. He literally did that. He, like, left her at the campsite with his dead body and the guns and was like, you take care of this shit. I'm going home. And she took care of shit. But I think he also knew, like, if I'm not around for any of this and doing any of this, I, I could not get charged with murder. Right? Like, so trying true. to save his own ass. So true. Still, so crazy that all of this happened and she just they just got a call in because she was illegally camping. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> right? two people being like, yo, what the fuck? And, like, how would they even know that? Or, like, where's your, like, fucking license yeah. to camp? I mean, or, dude, like, these are New Hampshire, you know what yeah, I mean? No, Jaffrey yeah, people yeah. in the middle of nowhere like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have your park pass? Where's your permit? Yeah, where is it on the back of your car? <laughs> but... I mean, I Man, okay. I I started reading this shit right, and like Jaffrey, I've gone to Jaffrey, New Hampshire. Um, we used to, they have like a big airfield in Jaffrey, and so we used to go there. Uh, and when you say air shows, you're talking about airplanes. Airplanes, shows? yeah, yeah, no, like small clarity here. Small uh, single engine airplanes that you know, like and do like cool shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. All right, I want to see where the crimes actually happen though, because that is like where. So is this them like? These are just pictures of them normal, or is that Jonathan? That's Jonathan. <gasps> He's so cute. He's so cute, right? They didn't. That is Armando. That is Brittany. If, if, who's the woman next to Jonathan? Is that Brittany as well? She just. That is Brittany, right? Yeah. Police were notified of the body on Tuesday after hunters reported the Barons to the state fish and game department for violating the no camping in the area policy. Oh, okay, okay, there okay. So they just weren't supposed to be camping Yeah, in not at all. Got it. Yeah. Well, probably, I mean, which makes sense because they could get shot. Yeah. If it was in hunting area. Once there, Armando is said to have stopped at a store to purchase tarps, lighter fluid, household cleaner, and a shovel. Annette State Park in Ringe, in Ringe, New Hampshire. Very close to Massachusetts. Yeah, right on the border. But, like, western Massachusetts. Jaffrey, so he was from Jaffrey here. Ringe, this is where they buried the body. 
or where they were illegally camping. Luring him to a net state park where they ambushed him, viciously beat him. So they had, so he texted Jonathan from her phone to meet them at Wren State Park. Yeah. Where he, and it sounds like he planned this. He, so like, he was like, this is what I'm going to do. According to police affidavit, Brittany told investigators her husband discovered the affair on Saturday, September 19th, after going through her phone, flying into a rage. He beat her and choked her, leaving her with two black eyes, put a gun in her mouth, all of which was witnessed by their nine-year-old daughter. Oh, my God. Police said then he then texted Amaral from her wife's phone, luring him to Annette State Park in Ringe, where he ambushed him, viciously beating him. He ordered his wife to kill her lover, but she quote, would not place her finger on the trigger. The affidavit says when she did not shoot him, Armando removed the gun from her hand. He then ordered Amaral into the car at gunpoint and ordered his wife to slit his wrist, which she did, according to the affidavit. She said her husband then turned around and shot him three times, twice in the chest, once in the head. Like, and he was still alive after getting shot in the head? Still alive in the... Yeah. Because uh, then she drove yeah, him to yeah, another told, spot. Brittany told investigators Armando then... T- made uh, her drive Amaral's... Okay, so they drove Jonathan's car with the body inside to the campsite where the married couple had frequented many times while he followed behind. I wonder if this is kind of park where you can only camp during certain months and then hunt in other months. That would make sense. Yeah, true. September might have been little too late to be camping. Brittany so, said her husband planned to use Armrald's phone to send texts telling people he was okay oh, like to throw it. anyone off the f- scent. Sorry. Got it. Um, I was reading about the police because it says realizing the police were looking for her, uh, Armando told his wife to text people saying she was leaving for a while to clear her head. Is it because she didn't show up to work? Cause she yeah. She, yeah. She, she phoned into up. her workplace telephone Flex Medical on Monday saying she wouldn't be in and also that she intended on quitting. But when Amaral didn't show up for work either, the alarm was raised. Family and friends reported they hadn't heard from him since Saturday. So she told them that she wasn't coming into work on Monday, Monday, but when Jonathan also didn't show up, their family raised uh, alarm as well, but it was still the hunters that called them in for legal camping. Exactly, Brittany said Armando told her to go back to the that he had to go back to their house and left her at the camp with the two guns to defend herself against wildlife. See, this is where the story I feel like gets a little fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, how does she have all the weapons? How does he get a once one of which was allegedly used to kill? Jonathan telling her to dispose of the body once he returned, but while he was gone, a number of hunters came across their camp. One told her it was illegal to camp there and then informed New Hampshire Fishing Game. Uh, conservation officers arrived. They noted a large object covered in tarps, sticks, and rocks. When they returned, they spotted drag marks in the mud and what appeared to be a body in the tarp. Brittany was then taken into custody by the conservation officers, which is actually crazy. Could you imagine being one of those conservation officers? Those people don't have weapons. Uh, yeah, I know. They're but just... they probably have handcuffs. Yeah, I know. But like, at the what same is, time... do rangers have guns? I mean, I don't think so. What are you going to do with a bear? Put him in cuffs? 
Well, I mean, you're not the conservation. You're not supposed to be killing anything, but it's fish and game. You know, it's what I more mean? like a citizen's arrest, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they like have like really hardcore clipboards that are like, we have fines to give you for fishing without a license. Yeah, man, I think we, I think we'll have to revisit this one. Like, I, I you know, and this is crazy because this, so this just happened, right? So yeah. there's all this material on it and it's probably very much so like hearsay or reporting or whatever it and was like out of all any... it was it was out of all like i it's crazy how much crime is still happening like covid doesn't stop crime it's not like it's stopping any of it and like i was reading through a couple of them that were interesting enough that had all the information but this one for me i can't believe this wasn't i didn't hear about this Right. You know what I mean? I mean like, but that's that happens, fucking insane. Yo, this happens all the time. I'm telling you, like, this small-time stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, just... No drugs are involved. Murders just, of passion. Yeah. Of, like, I'm it's, pissed off. I'm going to kill somebody. But, like, I... the, It's so nuts to me that I would never, ever be able to take somebody else's life. No! Like, it's just... Me? it's. I don't care how angry I am, how enraged I am, like... To take somebody's life is so intense. It's like almost like this person felt privileged enough to kill somebody. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like stuff like this where this guy just feels like he's so pissed off. First of all, like this woman is my property yeah. to some extent. Yeah. How dare you? You deserve to get your head chopped off. There was I'm a gonna quote. Sh- like that was another you. thing that you were saying too, like about how that like that that is while sure he's trying to make sure that if you're cutting off the head of the body and hiding in a different place than the actual body that will for sure help with the crime not being solved as well or something like that but that to me says desecration like that to me you had sex with my partner i am going to make it so you like your family saw her do it right because yeah she was the one who also do it one of the other things uh i saw one of the quotes in one of the articles that she allegedly obviously most of this information that's coming out is from her mouth because she's talking to police so like it's all mostly her information, and also we are regurgitating, regurgitating it. So like it yeah. could be, you know. Also that, uh, but one of the things that I had read in the articles was that he said once all of this had been finished, that he, she would be forgiven. Oh, that he would forgive her, and that after he, all that, oh, as long as she did everything that he, he said. You know what I mean? Like, like again, manipulation, cutting off his head. Like, doing those things specifically. You do these things, and you come back to me. And, like, he's going home to their daughter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, clean like There's a lot more to that. Like, you're forgiven. What is that saying for their kid? If I don't do these things, there are more consequences. There's right. more things coming from what is happening. And, you like, know who I mean? knows if he was, and I, again, I don't know the relationship with the child in this. Who knows? It if, says here that the things happened in front of the kids, so, like, you like, can just imagine. When he left, he could have been like, if you don't do this shit, yes. I'm going to kill our kid. Yeah. The things that could happen from, you know what I mean? Like, Which, again, don't know if that happened, but I'm just, in yeah. my brain, this is what's this, this is the crazy shit about this stuff, is that, like, really. And all, like, all these major murders, all this other shit, no one really knows. No one's there, normally. Witnesses are usually a part of it, unless it was, like, somebody that's also a victim that survives. Exactly. And it's also, like, 
what I see through my eyes is different from what you see in your eyes. It's how you perceive stuff. So it's interesting to think about all of that shit. Like, yes, this is all being projected by this woman saying this is all this all played out but also it's how she perceived it it's also i mean i'm not gonna say she lied i have no idea it, it, yeah, she's it's, gonna it's, they're both gonna get to see 100 be possible it could like, all turn around and it could have been she did all this yeah. shit because she found out the 25 year old was maybe cheating on her who knows i don't Again, speculation, be, yeah. but it's just like... Like, you have to think, too. Like, uh, Armando was arrested with the nine-year-old kid, as far as I've read, and everything else. No shots fired. Like, no, no he went crazy willingly. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was leaving the house. He got pulled over, and he got arrested. You right, know what I mean? And he's, maybe he could just prove that he's not there at all. He's unless gone, his fingerprints yeah. are on the gr- gun, but... If it's his gun, I mean, from it, the it house also, that she took, she's also said that he like that Armando savagely beat Jonathan before she cut his wrists and all this type right. of stuff. So like, you know, there's a number of and like her, I mean, her face too. That that could I mean, easily be self inflicted. I, I also but. feel like he. I mean, I'm I'm just thinking in this total scenario, like this could go a million different directions. Like, yeah. look how much we've spun off. Even my last. The conversation we had about the thing that happened in Peabody, it's kind of yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. again, all those people there, they're all doing drugs, drugs, they're all perceiving it. The one witness that, you know, and again, if no one's talking, no one really knows what fucking exactly. happened, right? Exactly. And it's like, and, and he like, admitted to doing it, right? The guy yeah. admitted to doing it, yeah, so it's yeah. a little different, but it sounds like it. there was probably other people involved and he was just like glorifying it and right, wanted right. to take that. Yeah, in that situation too, like he definitely, where cops were saying that he was asking about the news articles, yeah. and then like at different points, not a hundred percent sure where it was in the court proceedings, but he's like smiling about it and like antagonizing yeah. them. Like that shit is. To me, sociopath. That is a person who would have murdered regardless, probably murdered before, would have murdered afterwards. In this situation, too, we are in a very weird... Like, we can't say because nobody's been convicted anything yet. Uh, If everything had gone the way that Brittany says it, I feel like it's another, like, sociopathic situation where it's their only thing about their self. Like, this would be a situation where Armando is, you did me wrong by cheating on me, you murdered this person... This is your responsibility. This has nothing to do with me. I didn't do anything. I shot him, sure, but like. But he deserved it. Yeah. Because he was sleeping. Exactly. Not that violence is okay with anybody in any situation, but that is a that is a conversation you should be having with your significant other, not the person that they're fucking. Yeah. And <laughs> um, a male situation, it's like yeah. you're disrespecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be respected. There's some 25 year old kids having sex with my wife i need to teach him a. we've got a kid together right this lesson of like you know this masculinity of like i need to be in what situation is a female gonna do this shit in what situation is the female gonna go ahead and do all these i mean i'm pretty sure that is what the armando is alleging is that she's done like she he had nothing to do with this shit right absolutely and like what situation is she getting some dick has to like do some absolutely disgusting fucked up shit like that 
Like that 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 doesn't scream. But also, like I think about it in this sense, and I don't know these statistics, and I should I feel like we should look them up and then talk about them next time. Yeah. Is what percentage? Excuse me, of men cheat compared to women, and like if this this like this was flipped, would I doubt I don't know, but would Brittany do this to Armando's partner of, yeah. versus his, his side chick? Excuse my language. That's dumb. Yeah, I feel like in that situation, in my opinion, the female isn't so much going to be like, oh, I'm going to murder this other bitch or have you murdered. She's going to murder the dude. Like, you cheated on me? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cool. Here's a glass of cyanide you piece of garbage you yeah. know what i mean like, like the black widow type of yeah, shit like you know some... As i want to go back to what you were saying about um who was the perpetrator the murderer in your story because your guy was convicted wes west west w-e-s 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 he got also charged with something like heinous right because yeah, she was trossy. stabbed yeah in her I mean, in her breasts even though he had shotgun, like he had shots left, like he could have killed her. He could have killed her in a, I mean, I mean, fuck to say that, like in a more humane way. He made her fucking suffer in a specific way. Whereas I feel like this exact same thing happened. He wanted both of them to suffer, right. the male and the female. He wanted them to suffer. Well, that shit is fucked up. Because I don't understand. Was, I don't want anybody to suffer. Because he was fucking up. I mean. Like yeah, you can be upset if somebody cheats on you, but like go. What's get some his reason? Ice cream. What's Wes's reason? Like what? oh, that's I get. Suffering. I I this is that's, that's where suffering. it got real fucked up. Because then I'm like thinking. So then he gets tried two years later, and he's not on drugs, and he's not fucked up, and he's still like, <laughs> like oh yeah, I did A that. Fucking creep, you know what I mean? Dude, so yeah. it's like. It's I, then that's this all the whole other argument of are people born evil or do they become evil? There's certain people that are right. definitely sociopaths. One hundred percent born evil cannot change that shit. Right. Very small percent of the world. Those are your Ted Bundy's. Just like most people live in the United States, <laughs> which is you know. Those are your Ted Bundy's, though. You know right. what I mean? Like that is a person who had a great upbringing and there is nothing that could have changed who he was. He ate people. He can't help who he is. And then there are people that I feel like, ooh, what was that guy who was in that TV show? Kemper. Kemper. And I feel like that's more environment. That was his sure. mother was like a sick, his, sadistic piece of shit. I think shit. it was his grandmother. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, he, he cut off he one got, of the heads? He was so, yeah, he, I mean, after he cut off all those women's heads. Yeah. But super intelligent guy. Very intelligent. But, like, he could have been something different. He could have totally been something different if his well, environment some trauma, yeah, was different. For sure. But Ted Bundy, he had the great upbringing. He had a fine upbringing. His parents were fucking completely normal. But he just had something inside his brain that was broken. But also, like, man, white man being manipulative and taking advantage of women in both, like, sexual nature and murdering them. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a. I would say it's definitely a like, man thing for sure. I, but I mean, and it's not. Let's nuts, go, men. But we again, still win. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Should we cut that? Um, but you know, I mean, we could go down a real big rabbit hole, right? Because then you could think about Dahmer, who I also think had a weird childhood. Yeah. But also was a bit fucky. 
I mean, he did some fucked up yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, he dressed up like a clown and BTK went, to, as well. went to birthday parties mm-hmm. for little kids and then was luring men yeah. into his house and burying him on, you know? I mean, it's all kind of crazy. I just recently watched The Serpent on Netflix, too. It's, an, it's about a guy that is... I mean, we can talk about it at a later date. But There's just not enough like, information about those type of people, though. Like, why? Like, I mean, why did this dude mur- murder? Like, well, why is, did he? Why well, did this, this is, shit happen? Right. This is the craziest thing. Is like, I feel like all these big time people are very analyzed. Like, people yeah. write books about them. Yeah. People that work those cases come out and they talk about them and like they're studied and their brains are studied and they want all this stuff because they're considered serial killers. Right. Right. But like shit like this and what happened. You know, if that guy never got caught. That is like that that those West? are very specific issues right. that can be addressed. Drugs, patriarchy, like you know what I mean. Like seriously, just the idea of monogamy and how dare you cheat on me with another man. I I don't I I don't know 100 percent the idea behind Wes's murders. If it was a nice fucking family house, I feel like well, it'd be different if somebody came into that house, knew all those people were doing drugs weren't a part of that group and killed everybody and then went to the next house. So true. That's a different thing, right? That's a whole other complication. Like, that's why it needs to be studied so much more and, like, looked into. Like, Well, I think a lot of people, crimes of passion, like, it's a different, if you disassociate, like, if you're picking up women on the side of the road and strangling them and murdering them, like, Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy didn't kill, he was with a woman, he had a kid with somebody for years and they got divorced eventually, yeah, but, like, he never hurt her. Right. But he fucking random people he did not know. Yeah. Where this is more like all these people knew each other. They yeah. were involved with each other. Yeah, yeah. But the, it's, I mean, I know we're all animals and at the end of the day. But to, to get so upset, to cut somebody's face off, to make your partner cut somebody's Seriously, head off. the mother of your child. And... To not, and just not to really think about any of the consequences for anybody else around. Like, if this story was about this guy, he found out, got in his car, found this kid, picked him up, and he did all this stuff, it would be a little more straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Because in my mind, it's like, yeah, his kid's going to know he did this. And if his wife really wasn't involved, like she says she's not, his kid would still have a mom. And it'd be different, right? But where it's like, this guy is like, no, I'm dragging everyone fucking Seriously. down with me. Seriously. Or I'm going to try to not get in fuck. I'm not going to get in trouble at all. And you're taking all the heat yeah. for it. And I wonder, too, because I know he left, right? Yeah. Do you think he stayed to at least watch her cut the head off? Or do you think he left before she did it? Because, like, then I'm like, to that's... Make sure. Yeah. But he left her with the weapons. He knew. I feel like he knew he had that power. He left her with the weapons. I mean, like, that's just nuts to me. You know, and it's like, did he have a gun? Was he, was she at gunpoint? There's like a lot of things because she doesn't, like, from what you've told us, she doesn't really say any of that, that he's threatening her life, that he's pointing the gun at her because that's like a whole nother different, like, that's a whole nother fucking thing. Right, right, right. But for her to not be charged with some of this stuff makes me feel like she's, her defense would be, I felt like my life was threatened. Yeah. I feel like that is what her defense is right now. And I, I like, I have to be, as much as I see the bruises on the face and that shit, there are moments that you, uh, I've never been in a situation, so I can't be that type of person, but there are moments that you fucking have to stand up. I could never imagine having a gun in my hand and pointing it at somebody 
and they're telling me to shoot this person, and I'm, I'd be like, shoot me then. Yeah. That, I think in that situation, I'd be like, if no, you have a gun in your I'm hand, if you have taking... the only gun in your hand, and right. there's two people here, like this situation's over because right. I will not shoot the person, but I'll put you in a situation where you will have to make me shoot you, or. or that, yeah. I'm calling 911 or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not killing somebody. I'm right. not willingly killing somebody. And I'm not going to give you the gun back to kill the person. Right. No. Yeah. If it's us three, no. Yeah. Like, no, not a chance, dude. But I'll shoot you in the fucking right. leg. You know what I mean? Fine. Situation's over. Give me the phone. Something. Right. But again, this is you I'm talking. I'm a man. Yeah. I don't have any fucking information a white man or experience with a full head of hair <laughs> as a female in this situation whatsoever so sure. I can't and you're also just talking from your own experience again like yeah. I you got a kid to think about too I don't have a kid I, to think about but in those kind of situations I think everybody's like I don't know how I'd be thinking yeah. right like I I am very fucking fight or flight and I'm very like fight like I will fight my brain to not have a panic attack which is in a situation like this too, though, you have to think she's only being charged with three charges of falsifying evidence, uh, something right. like that. She she's I getting mean, the kid. I I would I would hope the state can see this shit and like hope. I mean, again, I don't. Yeah. I hope for more information comes out. But I, I think also they even wonder have... if they cut her a deal to be like, if yeah. you tell us all this stuff, yeah, yeah, we'll only charge you with this because that happens a lot and. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if she's if she's like somehow protected in this situation, but like, hey, you're gonna have they to go to jail. Probably wouldn't give a kid back to that. Though. Oh, absolutely. That kid's going to I hope but a family that, member, which is the whole thing. You know. I'm also thinking about too is like they have, they can track people now by where your cell phone is. Oh, bouncing, absolutely. Which where cell phone tower and all that is bouncing out. So they'll know if he went home. You know oh, what I mean? I mean they'll or definitely just, know if they were in the same yeah, place at the same time. Exactly. The three of them. Yeah. 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 So uh, this information is all going to come out. This is why I really wanted to have uh, something that we could come back to. Because this one to me was something that I was like, I want to be able to revisit later. Because I want to see whether or not I'm right. Because I'm just a fucking idiot who doesn't know anything. And I'm reading articles online. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> cool. Done? Done. Okay. Thanks for listening. I'm Seda. Maybe if anybody does. And I'm Jane. Mm. Seda Jane. Seda Jane. Seda Jane. With cannabis cocktails and